This is the Horse Radio Network. Rick Wallace. And I have John Holly here with me. Three phases, dressage, cross-country, show jump. And you're out on course and something's going wrong or going right. You know how to react to what they're doing. It was built originally to be a schooling facility, and so everything's set up very conveniently. Well, welcome to the John and Rick Show, the voice of the Horse Radio Network's eventing radio show, brought to you from our brand new Horse Trailer Pro Studios right here in Ocala, Florida. I love, the, I love it. It's like amazing to have this place set up like this and have a set and a place to sit down and talk about the fun times of eventing and the issues that come into eventing. And, and today, unfortunately, I think we're going to have one of those days, aren't we? Yeah. Yeah. Um, as much as we're excited to be here, it obviously has been a rough, I guess, week and a half, almost right. two weeks now. And um, we're going to actually be pushing the Mike Winter interview that we were going to show on this episode back to two weeks from today. And instead, we're going to take this first segment to just take a minute to talk about the recent accident out at Rocking Horse Horse Trials with Catherine Morell and her horse carry on. Well, I, I can tell you it's, it was February 29th. It's, it's pretty deep in the thoughts. As Briggs was out on course, Elisa was with me, uh, and we just are shocked right now with what happened. Not, you know, it's, there's nothing that prepares you for that kind of accident, um, and I think it hits the hearts of all of us, and we, our hearts go out to, to Kat Morell and her horse carry on, uh, her husband Scott and their family. We send the, the deepest condolences and, and certainly as much as we can send comfort that you can in this, these hard times. But I think it has done a lot to rejuvenate the call for action. Um, and John, you're one of the best people out there to talk about what's going on because you're our safety officer for the United States of the USEF. So with, with the shock of what's happened and the huge onpouring onslaught of, of people wanting to do something. What, what, is, what is it that we can all do and tell, tell our audience wh- where they can go to help? Um, yeah, so I think the first thing for everybody to realize is <clears throat> anytime something like this happens, obviously everybody gets really motivated to do something to make things better. And I think what's really important as you do that is to also reflect that that doesn't mean nothing was happening. Right. We, as a sport, have been getting safer every year. Um, we are statistically a reasonably safe sport. Um, and we are definitely safer statistically now than we were 15 years ago and even 10 years ago. Um, things are trending the right direction. But when something like the accident with Cat happens, it makes you step back and sort of reevaluate, are we really doing everything we can? Are we putting pressure on enough? And, um, you know, obviously when that happened, I put out the video mm-hmm. basically asking everybody to step up and let's donate and put this goal of $500,000, which really is a lot of money on one hand. And on the other hand is really, if we get there, it's still just a start. So I guess to, to y'all that don't know what happened, it was fence eight at the Rocking Horse Intermediate Course. It was a table. Uh, a table does not have any of the safety features of a collapsible table using the 
pins or um, safety features that we have. The <clears throat> table did not collapse. The horse had a rotational fall. They were both it, apparently dead on impact. Um, and so what we have to do now, to John's point, is begin looking at the safety features that could make that table collapsible, correct? Right. So the technology to make tables collapsible has actually been around for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact is that if you have a single telephone rail or a log that's on a MIM clip or a reverse pin, which right. are two options or two ways that you can make fences frangible, those devices act very quickly. They break quickly at a certain force uh, of joules and... And joules is a measurement it's of a measurement weight. Of, of weight. And right. Dave Voss is a genius. Right. Dave and he Voss always tells genius, me the right. number and I can never remember. It's like 240 joules, I believe, is what's needed to activate those devices. Um, and so the tables still activate off the same amount of force, but there's a lot more mass to them. Right. And so they move out of the way. They pass the testing for the FEI um, from last year, but they don't move quite as quick as a rail. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that we shouldn't use them. So the way the FEI testing works is there is a minimum force that the device cannot activate under. So they test the bottom at, the bottom force force, so that you don't have accidental activations. Um, so this year, the FEI came out and they lowered that and said, actually, that lower end could be even lower, so they activate a little bit more easily. These tables, um, they pass all the testing from last year, they're still tinkering with them a little bit to make sure that they're going to be up to the new standard. But even the way they are right now, they're still safer than having no frangible device on a table at all. And they're actually in the um, factory in Sweden, just have to adjust a couple things and they're ready to go. So, I mean, and that that's what we are really pushing for when we're raising money, right? Absolutely. So... so the what I would like to also say to that is there are other factors that go into safety when we're riding horses. Right. Um, obviously, having features of pens that collapse tables or make rails fall down is very important. But I think we all need to take an assessment of how and what we're doing when we're riding, who we're coaching, who we're training, um, ourselves as riders, taking responsibility for what we're doing. Um, not that anybody deserves to have anything harmful happen to, to themselves or anybody else. Um, looking at ground lines on fences, understanding when you should move up a level, when you shouldn't move up a level, when somebody should say something to you if they feel there's danger or they feel something might be encroaching on you that, that you should take notice. Right. And, you know, I think ab- absolutely there's so many things in being the national safety officer, one of the other things that I get to do is chair the USEA's cross-country safety committee. Right. And that committee has put together, we had a great meeting last week. Um, it was a two-hour meeting. And we immediately put in two emergency task force task forces that are going to be looking at some version of rider licensing that... Is Leslie, it going to be Leslie Grant Laws on that one? Absolutely, right. Leslie Grant Laws chairing that group, right. and she is looking at: Are the requirements to move up the levels right? Right. What's interesting is that, basically, roughly speaking, you need four runs at a level to move to the next level, and to do roughly, roughly. Right? Um, but actually, if you look at most upper level riders, they do almost double that. 
if you go look at the results. Sure. And so the question is actually, are those enough? Right. And is there a way to say, okay, after you have so much experience in the sport, maybe you can fast track a little bit, but if you've never done a level before, you need to do, what's the number? Eight, 10, 12 events sure. before you should be doing the next thing. So that's one thing they're looking at. The next thing that we're looking at, which is the other task force that is being chaired by Sarah Broussard, is is there some sort of minimum eligibility requirement that should be put in on the day? So if you go in and you have five rails down in the show jumping, should you be allowed to go cross country if show jumping is first? I think that conversation has been coming up before. Absolutely. And we're also looking at and not saying that it would happen, but is there a correlation statistically between a poor dressage test and a poor cross country performance? Right. And honestly, I'm not sure because I know some dressage, some cross country horses who do Bad, bad dressage, dressage, and they have great amazing. Yeah, I, I think that's that's going to be a lot to look at, and I think we're going to dedicate the next segment to talk some more about this. Is that correct? Uh, um, or are we going to talk about news? I think this is an ongoing thing we need to keep having the conversation for. And and as this segment winds down, there's just never enough time to talk about it. But where can people go to um, donate or look it up or or do something? Well, so there's a GoFundMe fundraiser that's on Facebook and you can honestly just go to my Facebook page and go in there and you can donate direct to that. You can also donate through the USCA foundation. All of that money is being pooled together. Mm -hmm. Um, We're in talks with the USCA right now as to exactly how to make it all work. But I think in the next week that money is going to be figured out. And I would say certainly within two to three weeks, that money will start going out to the events and we're going to have fences starting to be built and, frangible tables starting to be built in the next within the next month, I would think. Well, what we need to continue the conversation. I think we need to go uh, thank our sponsors and thank, of course, Horse Trailer Pros for letting us be in these this new studio. Uh, everybody out there listening to us on the Horse Radio Network's uh, eventing sh- radio show, take a moment here, and, and we have some commercials. All right. We'll be right back. Sweet Dixie South is an equestrian facility built for the lifestyle of eventers of all levels. Whether you are coming to Ocala for the entire season, a week, a month, or a year, this beautiful 160-acre farm is the place to settle in and enjoy your time with horses. They offer a full cross-country course with two water features, banks, ditches, an amazing footing to gallop, a spectacular all-weather footing ring, large grass jumping fields, and dressage rings. Located in the rolling hills of North Marion County in Reddick, Florida, Sweet Dixie South has 100 stalls and numerous paddocks, apartments, a line of camper hookups, washer and dryer amenities, as well as common areas to complete your experience during your stay. Under the ownership of Mike Campbell and the management of Can Do Joe Adams at Top Rail Tack, Sweet Dixie South has transformed into a premier eventing training facility in Florida. Go to www.sweetdixiesouth.com for more information. The equestrian life has big highs, heartbreaking lows, and so many moments of self-doubt. From CCI 5 Star to Starter, every rider needs a support system and a cheering section. A care package filled with equestrian goodies can be the perfect way to celebrate, congratulate, or commiserate. Let Present Pony do the work so you don't have to miss an opportunity to express your love and support. Jump for Joy Show Jumps are FEI approved or perfect for your private farm. They're easy to move, 
and high quality and durable, so there's never any painting or scraping required. Need a custom jump with your farm logo or a sponsor jump to place on course? The options are endless. Jump for Joy has something for every budget and can work with you on design. These are just a few of the jumps that we've had custom built for us over the years by Jump for Joy. Check them out at jumpforjoyusa.com. Zachary Brandt Eventing is located in Northwest Ocala and currently has openings for horses in training and for sale. Zach has experience riding multiple horses up through the advanced and four-star level, as well as teaching riders and horses of all ages and levels. In addition to teaching lessons, Zach is also available for clinics, as well as coaching at competitions. You can find Zach on Facebook and on Instagram. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, the voice of the Vending Radio Show and presented by Horse Trailer Pros here at our beautiful studios in Ocala, Florida. Yeah. John, we've got some things to talk about in segment two. It's a, a vending news around our area and around the world. So why don't we get started? What, yeah. what do we have going on now? Yeah. So um, we just finished up Bruce's Field, uh, I guess actually two weeks ago right. now. And we had EQTV Network there doing the live stream. They did a great job. Joel sure. Wiesner Joel and his did. crew. Good job, Joel. Well done. And, um, yeah, we have some results from there. It was actually a really exciting day. I know um, if we go through the top of the results, I do see Philip Dutton had a pretty good day, finishing in the uh, second third, and third yeah, place. second and third. Yeah. And, uh, and then the big winner, of course, was Liz Halliday. She is on fire. With De Niro Z and, and of course, Rob and Chris DeSino. Rob and Chris DeSino. Coming back, not De Niro. Not De Niro, but the casino. casino. Absolutely. So, so that's super. Congratulations, guys. That, that is amazing. Uh, like uh, John said, second and third was Philip on Z, and then third on Fernhill, Singapore. That horse is tough to ride. Uh, yeah, it's, it's an and athlete. It's amazing. Absolutely. So, and then uh, we had Will Faudry there with, however you say that one's name. That's Celeste. Celeste. Yeah. There you go. It's not as complicated as I thought. No. And then um, Lauren Nicholson. I know that's, I, you know what, I've been, I've been looking at results lately and I see Lauren Nicholson. I said, who, who's that? I know, I know. And it's, you know, Lauren Kiefer. Yeah. Nicholson. Yep. And then, um, obviously the, uh, the next one on the list there will be Michael Pendleton, which is kind of cool because he rides for Boyd and he's on Steady Eddie, who. An Australian thoroughbred. Yeah, one of Boyd's former horses. Let me tell you that. That horse is impressive because it, it, Mike does a really good job with it. Because before it was, I mean, he he did a really good jo- job with it before, and that boy did. But but boy, Michael can really ride yeah. the stew out of that horse. Absolutely. So Absolutely. that was good. So um, then the next big thing we had were, again, EQTV Network was on site and uh, had some really good commentators, I have to say. In, at the eventing pre, at the eventing pre, yeah. the Ocala eventing pre, and, and that in, was a really good time. And in fact, our guest tonight is Elisa Wallace and her husband um, Timothy Harfield, and she was in the eventing pre, so we'll be able to talk to her about that. And what else we got going on? Um, so, what's really cool is we actually have an interview from. Oh, let's watch the interview. The uh, Ocala eventing pre with the winner, Will Coleman. Let's listen to so it. Let's so check out the interview. Let's listen and see what's going on. We are joined here by Mr. Will Coleman. The three-peat happened today. So, Will, thanks for coming on. It was a three-peat. 
So how many times have you won this now? Three, three in a row. Three in a row. Wow. And row. twice with the same horse. Twice with this horse. Yeah. And it's really cool because he was one of our first guests on the John and Rick show. That's right. And here he is winning. Look, he's got a lot of money. He can take he's it out. Giant checks. They are big checks. And that one over there is actually to Will. It doesn't say his name in it, but he got this it. Is, this is um, compliments of Equijet and Bastion, which is a really good uh, group to fly with. It's very cool. Yeah. We're very appreciative of all of it, all the sponsorship. This show is amazing, and it's big for the Ocala eventing scene. And Yeah, this is so look cool. At, look how many people came out. It's amazing. I know. So um, what's the plans for this horse going forward? He'll do a four long this spring. He's a 10-year-old. So four long where? Haven't really decided yet. We, we've uh, we've kind of earmarked Tattersalls possibly as a, an option That'd be for cool. him. Well, then that Equijet so, check is going to come in it's pretty handy. Come, on, come, come in pretty really handy. Really I don't know handy. what their Irish rates are, but we'll check them out with Bastion. <laughs> All right. It's pretty That's exciting. Cool. Congratulations yeah. again and good job. And yeah, thanks job, to, buddy. to Max and everybody for putting this on. Absolutely. And, and Ocala Horse Properties for presenting it. Right? Chris Robb and Matt Varney and uh, yeah. Max and Scotty obviously here. They uh, really job. took on this project and it's flown. So it's it really cool. Going. We're all really, really appreciative of their kind of doing this for, for us. Yeah. Great for keep winning. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go for four next year. I would love to. Yeah. All right, I'm going to hopefully be here, so I might try to take a crack at it. You should. See if I can you should. Let, you. Get, get a piece of this cheddar here. I, I think, let me give me, on, actually, buddy. give me this check. All right. All right, See we're going off. Congratulations, bud. Thanks, guys. Well done. All right. Thanks a lot. We're back from the uh, interview, and uh, Will obviously has a really good sense of humor. He does. He's I mean, like the I was trying out there. I, I mean, he was he was ready to go and, and win again. I think he was serious about winning it again next year. He is always a serious guy. I, he, I kept on asking if he was going to go through the eight the the drive through with that check from in right. The, yeah, yeah. Kind fold of funny. it up and stick it in. Stick anyway. it in there. <laughs> um, so obviously, Will had a great go. Carl Slesak from Canada. Had, Carl on Fernhill wishes the horse that he went to the Pan Ams with. Yeah, and it was pretty cool because we actually had two Canadians in the top four there with Colleen Loach, who uh, right. I have a special affection for Colleen because she was a student of mine for oh, a while. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's right, you know. You and then Mia, Mia yeah. Farley, we had on the show, ate her first Big Mac. Yeah, and, and then she goes was and, third. Yeah, so apparently Big Macs. Big Mac did it for you. Clear, you you got to cool. do it again Yeah. on that firecracker mirror. That's right, that's right. Um, and then after the Ocala Venting Prix, everybody hit the road again with the gypsy lifestyle that we have, and we went up to Red Hills. Red Hills. Yeah. We and did Red Hills, and I got uh, the food poisoning flu. Yeah, Rick's pretty sure he had food poisoning, but it's funny because it's contagious. I've I called known... it the food poisoning flu. Yeah, so we had Rick with the flu, food poisoning, and then Elisa apparently has the same food poisoning. Flu. Flu. Uh, Jay Hambly, who's the course designer for the Ocala Horse Trials, coming up here shortly. He has the food poisoning well, flu. Well, I got to say that I've never been in contact with Jay. Well, but I was with you, and I was probably a carrier, and then gave it to Jay. Uh, okay. Yeah. So All I'm right. just saying, I'm patient zero. Okay. Um, so, so anyway, Red Hills went on, even though I had the flu. Yes. And and it was a great weekend of sport. They really have done a great job up at Red Hills. The footing is getting so much better every year. Um, I agree. It, and there was a lot of rain on Thursday, and it really set the stage for the rest of the week. It cleared up. It was beautiful. It was kind of cold in the morning. It warmed up in the afternoons. Uh, the setting was amazing for everybody, and it just ran really well. Yeah, it's a great event. So uh, if it's not on your calendars, it needs to be on your calendars because it was awesome. It was pretty pretty great. And what's really cool is we have an interview from Red Hills with the winner, Sharon White. So Sharon White. Let's go check out that interview. 
So we're here with Louie and uh, we can't find Sharon, but we were just congratulating him. We're pretty excited because he waited for the buzzer this weekend. He and did, he waited for the buzzer. We know that Sharon sometimes doesn't. <laughs> so this one won the four star short at Red Hill. Yeah, congratulations buddy. I'm we're sure so proud of you. He's got a, a big tub of hay here ready to celebrate. Maybe we'll find Sharon somewhere, I don't know, around the barn somewhere. Oh, you just bit me. <laughs> <laughs> Signing off. Here we go. Congratulations. Good job. All right, let's go find Sharon. We're super excited we've got Sharon White here in case we didn't already say that. Yes, Sharon White here with the win at yep. Red Hills Horse Trials. And it, uh, sitting on just the most wonderful horse. So. Uh, and so I want to ask, let's get closer. Just I, I want to ask because I know this is a sore subject, but Ocala Jockey Club, something happened, what happened? Yeah, that's, I forgot to wait for the bell So in the show jumping. So I'm so glad. I, my only goal this weekend was to wait for the bell. And that's you it. won. That's and we were it. so proud of you. We just like follow the rules, Sharon. <laughs> just follow the rules. You're a rule follower. So last night, I did not see that coming at the Jockey Club. That was like, None of us saw that coming. A shock to my system. It was like, like being like like a bullet through the chest wow. as the buzzer was going i was like there's no way there's no way i'm such a, I, i'm a rule follower like I, i've done this 80 million times <laughs> like, well, you, you pulled it all together you got the win we're gonna have you on our show so excited yeah two, two weeks two weeks so be sure to turn in tune in to the john and rick show march 22nd i believe 20 something we'll tell 20 you something. We'll, we'll tell you soon all right thanks a lot Again, thanks. Congratulations. Thank you. Super great interview there. And what's very exciting is in two weeks' time, we have Sharon right here, and she's going to tell no us way. more about Yeah, I think because we selected her to go on the show, yeah. it created the win at Red Hills. Basically, it's the John and Rick show luck. Boom. Yeah. You're welcome, Sharon. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, so... The other thing we have is that February 15th was the deadline for the Oh, yeah. Those, the deadline for the Olympics to get in. So every, it's a funny story about this because Elisa's coming on soon. Um, I think it was 2016. I said, Elisa, did you put in your application for the Olympics? And she said, uh, it's Johnny. They don't like Johnny. I don't need to put my... I was like, put your uh, application in. Well, lo and behold, she was eighth and ended up being on the... Uh, Alternate. Yeah, she was real close. And yeah. that, that's what Joni Morris, who used to be the uh, high-performance director right. for eventing, always used to tell me, just put your application in. Put your application in. in. Yeah, so we're telling you that now because it's already passed, so it's super helpful it's too information. Late. Yeah. It's all right. Leave the door open for those that did. Right. Um, but you know what? It may not matter anyway because the coronavirus is happening and maybe there won't be an Olympics at all. Oh, now let's talk about the corona. Is it, we'll come back to it, I think, in more detail. Um but this is why I only drink Yingling. Right. Yeah. I, I think we're going to get it under control. I don't know what's going on with Tokyo. There is a lot of conversation about it perhaps being canceled. So let's put our not panic uh, hats on and, and go through the motions of now, what we're Panic we do. sells. And we're a TV show. So, so panic. we're selling panic. All right. So, the Olympics probably aren't going to happen, guys, and you should keep tuning in right here for all the latest information. We'll let out. you know. Yeah. So th those applications didn't mean a thing, right? You could. You're probably going to be matter. four years from now when we go to France again. Yeah. Right. yeah. Let's take a break. We're going to move into the next segment. All right. Watch out for Corona. Special thanks to our contributing sponsor, Black Horse Farm, fox hunting and eventing. Located in Area 4, Black Horse Farm and the Mossback Hounds in Elizabeth, Illinois, welcome active USEA eventers to come join them for an introductory fox hunt free of charge. 
Ride with Master of the Hounds, Tony Leahy, and the Mossback Hounds over some of the finest hunt territory in the entire country. For further details, visit Black Horse Farm on Facebook to arrange for a ride sponsor. When I compete, I demand the best out of my horses and myself. That means being the best version of me I can, both mentally and physically. That's why CrossFit Antics is my home gym. Coach Vilma creates a fun, welcoming environment that encourages athletes from beginners to seasoned veterans to be their best. New to CrossFit? No problem. Coach V will modify the workout to suit you in a fun, challenging way. Be sure to mention the John and Rick Show for a special discount. ERA of North America is the voice of the rider to assimilate and leverage the collective voice of North American riders, equine professionals, and owners. ERA of North America works to improve the overall safety, welfare, visibility, and growth of the sport. Be sure to go to www.eraofna.com and jump in. You can compare, you can contrast, but in the end, there's only one ultra-premium horse feed. Pro Elite Horse Feed. Its nutrition lock formulas ensure quality. Its advanced amino acid profiles maximize performance. Its regulated starch and sugar levels mean confident calorie sourcings, and its superior digestibility leads to an overall healthier horse. When it comes to feeding your champion horse, there is no competition. There's Pro Elite Horse Feed. For more information, visit www.proelitehorsefeed.com. All right, well, welcome back to the John and Rick Show, the voice of the eventing radio show right here from Horse Trailer Pro Studios in Ocala, Florida. Here and we are. We have now been joined by Elisa Wallace and Timothy Hartfield. Oh, Harfield. I said it wrong. I put the T in. There's no T. No T in Harfield. No T. But it's hard, man. It's I know like there's Garfield. no T, but it is still Harfield. So anyway, we're excited to have them both here. Obviously, Elisa is super famous, big-time five-star event rider, been listed for numerous U.S. teams, um, also one of the greatest Mustang trainers in the world. Oh, yeah, which is pretty awesome, and huge YouTuber social media following, which actually in the end is really due to her husband, Timothy, who is... We can talk about that, actually. Yeah. Because that's a common misperception. So, um, Thank you. in actual fact, when you look at the vast majority of Lisa's videos, yes. they're either done 100% by her or some large percentage by her. So, uh, we, Lisa and I have been very collaborative over the last number of years. We've worked very effectively together. Somewhere in here. Collaboration. It's a big word. It is a big word. There are many syllables. But but no, Alisa is to be given all the credit for everything that she does. All right. Yeah. Well, oh, thanks. Good job, buddy. Yeah. I can't see her. That's because hey. I'm leaning hey. forward. Um, well, so let's let's get that that's a point. So Alisa, tell us about yourself. About myself. Alisa Wallace is from uh, yes. So uh, I've just moved down to Ocala. <laughs> we have. Uh, we were up in Jasper, Georgia, so um, we're about eight miles from the Ocala Jockey Club, so eight, eight miles from my dad. It can seem really close. It can seem really far. Depends it's, on yeah. the day. <laughs> I hear you, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but hey. Uh, yeah. Um, so it's been really great uh, moving down to Ocala. It's, it's basically a horse wonderland down here, and being surrounded by so many professionals like yourself and being able to get uh, the more help, I was a little isolated uh, up in Georgia, and so I, I came. We made the move down, and uh, really tried to um, to help grow my business and uh, 
to really, you know, try to make a team. It's kind of the goal. Yeah, we, we, we moved away, but it really felt like coming home. Yeah. Right. Because this is where, where our family is, where all of our friends are, uh, right. our community is. So we really feel blessed to be here. And we did get to go out and see the farm and get a little bit of a tour. Mm-hmm. And that was, I mean, it's so much fun when you're starting a new farm like that and I don't getting a new home. They didn't call yeah. it fun at first. It's a lot of work. Fun. I mean... <laughs> Oh, come on. Well, yeah. they, bought the, they bought the farm in February of last year, and here we are, flash forward. It took yeah. about, a year. about a year. It kind of just, uh, bless him, He's he's been a good husband to me, but I was like, hey, let's buy a farm. We talked about it, and uh, we just kind of got in a good uh, situation with the farm that came onto the market, and it just so happened, and we ended up buying it, and then, uh, of course, me being me, I kind of freak out to change a little bit, so... It's taken me a while to kind of grasp the situation, but overall, you know, I, this is the best thing for me, my horses, and everyone involved. So it's been really good. That, well, and it's been good having them here. So, I mean, the good thing is it's changed our, even my life. I've been down here uh, since January of last year, and they came during season back and forth. But we used to, like, tr- like stall at Rocking Horse and mm-hmm. not trailer in and out. And so this year was the first year to do that. And it changed everything about riding and competing just because it's a whole different way of doing it. Well, and it is so nice when you live here, isn't it, that mm. you can go to these events and then at the end of the day you come back home oh, yeah, and you can so sleep nice at your, in your sleep bed. In your own yeah. bed. Yeah. And it's totally good as a supporter, it. too, because I don't have to truck my whole self and body everywhere. I can just go down the street, watch Elisa compete, and go, whether, back, home. And go back home. Right. right. Yeah. And it's great having them here. It really is. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, it's been fun for me having all my friends much closer. That's nice to have, so I appreciate it for sure. Um, I think I think Elisa should tell us tell everybody out there about her Mustangs or Johnny and the horses and tell us uh, what everybody wants to hear about so you. So I currently have um, five, my, my girls call it the E5 horses, uh, so it's simply Why priceless. Why is it E5? It's the Elisa 5 E5. Uh, oh, I like that. I get it. Yeah, it's very so that's flashy. why I can <laughs> Good girls. Um, so luckily, I have two really good working students, Sarah Bowman and uh, Megan Malloy, who have helped me a lot and keep me as organized as I can be. Um, and I've got a Johnny, Simply Priceless, who's my five-star horse. Uh, he's 19 this year in November. I heard that he was 17. Yeah. Oh, bless him. He's really 18. I don't know why there's this confusion. He's 2001, so his but birthday's in, in November. Right. Right. But he's 2001, so he's 19 this year. This year. Um, and we're aiming for Kentucky the five star. So I'm really excited. He's looking really great. He did really well at the eventing pre, had one pull down. Um, event, uh, the show jumping has always been a little bit of his weak point. Um, and then I have, it's kind of weird for me because I finally have uh, so many horses in my string, um, something I've been working very hard for. And I've got, I acquired a new horse from Kyle Carter, uh, Let It Be Lee. He is a intermediate horse that I'm really excited about. And what is he? Is he thoroughbred? He's thoroughbred as well. Very, very similar. I have a very similar type, it seems. I have dark bays with a star, so it's kind of hard to tell the difference. Um, and it, we've been doing really well. We were fourth out at our last intermediate at a rocking horse. So, uh, And then the next one up is my dad's horse, actually, Munson Slough. Munson Slough. And that is a pretty well-bred thoroughbred as well. Yeah. yeah he He's Seattle Slough. Seattle Slough. Right. Uh, and he's another dark bay with a star, and he just moved up to intermediate, and he finished second at Rocking Horse. 
Uh, and then I have uh, Riot Gear, who is another intermediate horse of mine, very talented, Oldenburg, 60% thoroughbred, um, very, very talented horse. Uh, him and Johnny both had injuries last year, so they were out last year, and they're back good as ever. Uh, and then I've got Sharp Decision, or Sharpie, who is, uh, he just competed at Red Hills, and um, he's a war horse. He's a thoroughbred that I did the RRP with, and he raced 61 times, and he's doing prelim. Uh, and then I've got my three Mustangs. I've got Win, Fledge, and Rune, and Fledge and Rune will be doing the demos at Kentucky at the Five Star. Uh, what's really cool about Kentucky this year is they also offered uh, the combined test in the advance. Right. So I'm taking Lee and Riot gear as well. So it's going to be a little bit of a busy. Yeah, that's a lot to focus on. Busier. But I tend to do better when I don't have to necessarily remind myself that I'm at a five star. I just kind of pretend. So if I can interject. So back to Simply Prices is owned by the Simply Prices Syndicate. Mm -hmm. And you have how many owners on that syndicate? So we have you, because I tend to forget you. Uh, we That's have probably the most important one. No, it's not. The Steve most and Vicky Sukup. They're all important besides uh, me. Kim and Larry Loveless, Susan Day, and I think that's all in that's that it. syndicate. Yep. And then you have Riot Gears owned by? Riot Gears owned by Vicky and Steve Sukup. Uh, and then I've got uh, Lee, who is owned by Donna Biggs and Rosemary Spillane. Donna and her husband as well. Donna and Jim. Yeah. Uh, and then Munson's owned by you. Uh, Sharp Decision is owned by Susan Day. And uh, Kim and Larry Loveless also own a very nice up-and-coming thoroughbred of mine called Play Big. Which so the whole point here is it takes, it takes, it a, takes a village. A village. <laughs> so Big when work. she was naming all those things, the, the, the interesting thing about the syndicate owners is the syndicate owners were the first ones other than Rosemary mm -hmm. that has always been a very big supporter of hers, those syndicate owners broke off and bought other horses for her. So when you start getting syndicate owners, they start to understand it, and then you start getting... Sure, you, they want to... Absolutely. They want to so. start getting more and more involved. Right. Um, so one thing that I think is really fun is one of your horses is a briar horse. Ah, yes. Yes, yeah, so that's when? That is when. So yes. I, I expected... I I I'm just going to say this right now. I expected... When you came into the John and Rick show, that we would have a briar horse. Oh, I, I actually really put back here. On I the actually table. brought it. I think it's in the truck. Yeah, Un unreal. He has it. Unreal it's that we don't have win. I'll bring her no, here for the win. I mean, I could. But you do have Breaking Dawn by Stephanie Meyer oh right Lord. behind now, you. I didn't okay. expect anybody to point that <laughs> I mean, out. I mean, you know, whatever. I should have. Set. I don't know how she would have quite done in the set. Probably Fledge and Rune would have come. Well, Rune would have sat on the couch with us, but. Uh, That's the, true. The Mustangs have been really great for my career as well. They they uh, make me different, and they're really, really good horses. And I think they're great eventing horses as well. And so my goal is to one day have a Mustang at the advanced level. And, uh, yeah, so I'm pretty so excited So do you think that, that Mustang is in your barn right now? Um, Wynn got up to the prelim level, and that's where I think she'll stay. Right. Yeah, I don't Man. think she has one in her barn right no, now. No, not right. Um, well, I can't count out Eton, well, he's, well, my, my black Mustang. Right. That I've he's been really tough, but uh, he's it'll be interesting to see him develop. And then actually, Kim and Larry Loveless have a very talented Mustang they got in, and they're going to be uh, he's going to be coming to the string. Oh, I didn't once know that. Once he's gentled, yeah. So Did you? pretty exciting. 
He cool. he knows later. That he always, I will discover. He's still, he's still I will, looking like that, that, that's the look that I have. All right. Well, look. listen. When we come back, I want to talk a little bit more about Johnny and get yeah, into him a little bit Johnny. more. Talk about Johnny and what your plans for him are, and mm-hmm. and go into that. But in the meantime, let's go take a quick break. Okay. And we'll be let's right take back. a break. The equestrian life has big highs, heartbreaking lows, and so many moments of self doubt. From CCI Five Star to Starter, every rider needs a support system and a cheering section. A care package filled with equestrian goodies can be the perfect way to celebrate, congratulate, or commiserate. Let Present Pony do the work so you don't have to miss an opportunity to express your love and support. Summit Joint Performance, the injectable joint supplement used by numerous international and Olympic riders, invites you to experience the winning Summit difference. Made of all natural ingredients, Summit increases mobility and comfort. Win your class with Summit Joint Performance. ERA of North America is the voice of the rider. To simulate and leverage the collective voice of North American riders, equine professionals, and owners, ERA of North America works to improve the overall safety, welfare, visibility, and growth of the sport. Be sure to go to www.eraofna.com and jump in. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show, the voice of the Horse Radio Network's eventing radio show, live here from the Horse Trailer Pros studios. And we are still joined by Elisa Wallace, Mustang hero and five-star event rider, and horse hubby, Timothy Harfield. Thanks for still sticking around, guys. I'm glad we haven't scared you off yet. yet. They tried to leave, but we pulled them back in. Right, right. So what we want to talk about here um, is Johnny priceless. So the big question I have before we get into what he's doing that I think is... um, something that everybody's been interested in is like you said he's 19 years old so 2001 so how do you as a trainer know because i've watched him go he looks amazing and i am 100 percent on board that he is like he's doing everything he should do and he should keep going but how do you make those decisions as to when a horse is going great and should keep going and when it's time that okay because i've retired horses at 12 or 13 that I go, that one's done. And then you have some like Johnny who stick around and they just want to keep going. Well, it's definitely something that I've struggled with. And uh, I am very blessed to have amazing owners. And it's a conversation that I have talked with my owners about and to make sure everybody's comfortable with where we are. And the biggest thing is uh, obviously the comfort of my horse and the happiness of my horse. So also having professionals behind me as well, Dr. Jill Copenhagen, my farrier Chase New, um, they've all been amazing and, you know, making sure that Johnny is 110% and, uh, and it, is, it has to come on a feeling, is he happy in his job, is he happy in his work? And, um, and that horse doesn't owe me anything, he's done so much for me, so um, I've just kind of came out this year, he still, he just felt so good and he loves to go to work. So uh, it's really just listening to him is really the biggest thing for me. Why don't you tell us about his, where he's taking you? 
Uh, well, he took me way farther than I expected. I, I was really happy to get to my first Kentucky, and I thought kind of that was the end of the journey for us, but then it was just kind of the beginning. So uh, we've done Burley, uh, three, three or four Kentuckys. He's like, can you keep three track? Three. Three. This will be my fourth. Um, and then we went to badminton. Uh, he technically finished badminton. Uh, I did not. But <laughs> these things happen, you know. Bless him. He he finished. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, he's taken me to Broma. I mean, we've gone to Canada. We've gone to England several times. It's just amazing what that horse has done for me. He really has uh, put me out there, and he. It's so amazing to be out there on course and to hear people root for your horse. It's just the best feeling. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And so from here, where you go to run him next? He will run at Carolina. Okay. So I, I've kept the runs kind of short on him because he is older this year. And uh, so he just ran an intermediate, which he, he won. won. We've only won. That's our second win ever Boom. together. All right. Yeah, got it. Um, and so we're... That was a that was a competitive intermediate division, if I recall. There were some yeah, good horses was. in there, really? yeah. and I remember being told by David O'Connor a long time ago, "It's not what you win; it's who you beat." Oh, yeah. And you beat some really good horses there. Well, that's good to know. Yeah, so well done. I tend to not pay attention sometimes when I'm at like <laughs> rocking horse with Johnny. It just sometimes it's just like beat the, the children. Go. I like to beat them, um, but you well, beat J- some really good. Johnny horses. this year's decided he wants to jo- jump around clean in the show jump. Yeah, yeah he looks amazing. Like, it's like okay. So, yeah, and so we plan on running at uh, Carolina, and then he will. Then uh, that's kind of where I've always run Carolina before he goes to Kentucky, and it gives him enough time to recover and then uh, make sure he's nice and fit and ready to go. I've also been able to. Thank goodness to the Ocala properties at the Eventing Pre. They offered some amazing prizes with the raffle uh, with the yeah, Aqua Tread with the lands, the oh, Landsmark. Awesome. Yeah, so yep. I'm really excited to add that to his conditioning program, which I think is going to really help me um, with him. And then, you know, as I talked about with badminton, he did have AFib that happened there. So that added a whole other layer of knowledge of... Uh, that just opened my eyes. So he has his own cardiologist as well. Yeah, I had a horse uh, that had AFib years ago, yeah. and uh, it is amazing what you can learn about yeah. the heart. Now, I will just warn you, I had a horse with AFib, and then like 10 years later, I got AFib. Oh, so God. I think it might be like the food poisoning <laughs> no. flu. Let's, it let's, could be contagious. No. And let's point out a little bit. The first time we saw Simply Priceless is because of you. Yeah, he was actually at my barn. Yeah. That's right. Well, actually, we saw him before he got to your barn because you were excited about him in California. Yep. Showed us the video. Yep. And then as things happen in life, things just transpired and it ended up to getting to Elisa. But you cheap. had him. Yeah. Hey, whatever. You've done an amazing job. I couldn't be more proud of you and happy for you. So. But it's, well it's how small I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter at all. I'm not bitter at all. Get out. Yeah. Your interview's over. Okay. Done. <laughs> Timothy, you can stay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're in. <laughs> Um, no, but so, Carolina, you're going to go there. That's obviously an Ian Stark course. Lots of prize money, so. Yeah. $100,000. Yeah, so. $16,000 first place winner, the four-star. Yeah. Carolina tends to, uh, Carolina does a really good job of making sure I'm sharp. Right. So, I tend to kind of always feel like That's I have to work for it point. pretty hard there. Uh, you, If you were to look at my record, you'd be like, yeah, Lisa, you have a little bit of rough with your rails there, and, uh. So it, it can in in the atmosphere for him 
can be a little tough sometimes, but for some reason he loves Kentucky. He loves the championships. Sure. Uh, he loves to be the center of attention. He thinks it's appropriate to have cameras. He doesn't think it's appropriate to have horses warming up near him. Um, so that's kind of the Johnnyism. Sort of like me. But right. you. Yeah. Um, so again, like, but Caroline, I always feel it, it really kind of makes us strap our not, nothing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I was going down the I, road. Hear, I, don't, I don't know what you were getting into there. Real quickly, let's go through as we're winding down this segment. Johnny was, in 2015, 17th at Kentucky. He was the highest, you were the highest place rookie. In 2016, you were 8th, which got you the alternate for Rio. Right. Um, that same year, you went to Burley. You were 14th, the highest right. place rookie. Um, then 2018, you were 21st uh, at Kentucky. I think I was 26th. Eh, somewhere in there. But, hey. It says 21st on oh, our okay. notes here. Sweet so if that was 21st. I'm going to say that you were 21st. Awesome. That's what Stat Boy put together for okay, us. Okay, cool. Thanks. I'm happy with that. Good job, Stat Boy. <laughs> oh, that was me. That was, that was, that <laughs> was Stat Boy. Well, I was, might have been 26th. Anyway, that's right. impressive, and I just thought it's something to, to re- Regroup through was as you go through. We're expecting first this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That got, would be I amazing. Okay. Sweet. Then the well, application you know. will count. <laughs> Although you know, with the corona, we might just have to have it in the state. You could just be and yeah. stay at home Olympics. Stay at home. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Too. Everybody will take videos of themselves riding and then <laughs> and send then it in it. to yeah. a committee. It's just there like school. Go. They exactly. want. I just I think heard University yep. of Florida. Everybody's going to be going switching to online. That's actually a great mm-hmm. idea. You can do online mm-hmm. submissions. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, though, I think we need to do a fundraiser with uh, write not write a test. It's going to be do a test. The judge judges you like these. The most y'all go in there and let Rideable the judges, judges. yep, and then they're going to get on the horse and they're going to do the amazing. same test, and Please you get to it. judge them. I like it. Or I think we could raise have money. people like me ride the test and oh, have God, their no. spouses judge them, but that and then the reverse. But I, mean, I want idea. you to live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. So you there's think that. you do, but then when he starts, you'll probably be like, "I wish he would just die. just stop." I don't care how it ends. No, <laughs> he can only he can only ride tadpole. He rides the mustangs. They're mm-hmm. the safe ones. They are. Well, we're really excited about Car- Carolina. Are you going? I'm not going. I'm not going to Carolina. So you're going to have to be our okay. on-scene well, I can reporter. Be on scene reporter. I'm actually didn't know this until today, but I'm riding as well. Excellent. So I'm doing a new horse we have called Ingomar in the training. Um, oh, God. But I, do, I like it when my dad doesn't write. I like it when your dad writes. He's a good writer. He taught you things. <laughs> Thank I, you. I like it when my dad's there. So you just wanted to support you yeah. and be a selfish little girl. Yeah. Right. That's great. <laughs> right. Well, I didn't know I was going to ride, but I am going to ride, but I still have time oh, to represent the John and Rick show and do interviews and good have job. fun and keep And I'm nervous up. because this means you're on your own doing this and you get sometimes going on your own tangent. So make sure you stay focused. Alisa, keep it. Seems like we found Sharon when we were looking for at Red Hills. Well, yeah. We that found was her horse me. first, though. I kept us focused. You did. Um, like right now when we're Boys, focus. <laughs> we're, we're on. Um, so when we do come back here for our next segment, we're actually going to spend some time talking to Timothy, Elisa's better half. And far less interesting half. I think it's going to no, be pretty I interesting. Think it's interesting. I'm looking at this. His uh, resume is pretty good, although he is Canadian, which... I personally, I hold it against you. (laughs) And he didn't even bring his Canadian beer. He actually is wicked smart. He's got a master's in business, a PhD in philosophy. Is that right? 
I've got a bunch of letters after my name. Yeah, he's sure. got a bunch of letters. Yeah. And the founder of Horse Hubbies? Horsehubby.com. Yeah, so I want to hear all about that. And uh, even though he doesn't say he has a lot to do with Lisa's social media, I'm pretty sure he does. He's just trying to stay in her good books here um, because he is happy like the, wife, most, happy the, life. the most supportive husband and son-in-law <laughs> on the planet, apparently. Let's go to a commercial. Special thanks to our contributing sponsor, Black Horse Farm, fox hunting and eventing. Located in Area 4, Black Horse Farm and the Mossback Hounds in Elizabeth, Illinois, welcome active USEA eventers to come join them for an introductory fox hunt free of charge. Ride with Master of the Hounds, Tony Leahy, and the Mossback Hounds over some of the finest hunt territory in the entire country. For further details, visit Black Horse Farm on Facebook to arrange for a ride sponsor. Jump for Joy show jumps are FEI approved or perfect for your private farm. They're easy to move and high quality and durable, so there's never any painting or scraping required. Need a custom jump with your farm logo or a sponsor jump to place on course? The options are endless. Jump for Joy has something for every budget and can work with you on design. These are just a few of the jumps that we've had custom built for us over the years by Jump for Joy. Check them out at jumpforjoyusa.com. You can compare, you can contrast, but in the end, there's only one ultra-premium horse feed, Pro Elite Horse Feed. Its nutrition lock formulas ensure quality. Its advanced amino acid profiles maximize performance. Its regulated starch and sugar levels mean confident calorie sourcings, and its superior digestibility leads to an overall healthier horse. When it comes to feeding your champion horse, there is no competition. There's Pro Elite Horse Feed. For more information, visit www.proelitehorsefeed.com. When I compete, I demand the best out of my horses and myself. That means being the best version of me I can, both mentally and physically. That's why CrossFit Antics is my home gym. Coach Vilma creates a fun, welcoming environment that encourages athletes from beginners to seasoned veterans to be their best. New to CrossFit? No problem. Coach V will modify the workout to suit you in a fun, challenging way. Be sure to mention the John and Rick Show for a special discount. Welcome back to the John and Rick Show. It feels like a family reunion here. We're the voice of the eventing radio show, and we are special thanks out to Horse Trailer Pros for being the presenting sponsor of this great show of ours and in this great studio. We're back with Timothy Harfield and her wife, his wife, <laughs> or, or her wife, Elisa What a Wallace. perfect segue into I our next know. conversation. Yes. I was just trying to do that really well. My son-in-law, my daughter, let's let you take it over so you can interview Timothy. Yeah. So again, we're just super excited to have Elisa here, the Mustang magician and five-star <laughs> writer, and Timothy Harfield, her uh, super wicked smart husband from Canada, which... Like I said, and you didn't bring Canadian beer. No. I got no maple syrup. I'm also a super slacker. Yeah. And uh, no poutine. No poutine. Nothing. Nope. So So let's let's I can I don't even know. I can say how long have you been in this family? Oh geez, like ten years. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And and, okay, so There we go. I we started. (laughs) Here we go. Forward, we're off. So he just leaned forward, we're we're off and running. Go. So I would literally not be where I am here well. Obviously, I would not be where I am today if not for her. Well, that's literally because right. I'm here because of her. But 
You know, when Elise and I met, I knew nothing about horses at all. I was allergic to dogs. Not still like, are. Still am. <laughs> and I have two of them. Um, uh, it's amazing but, what love will do to allergies. But, you know, I recently moved down to complete my PhD in the States. Um, I had learned the hard way that you don't want to masticate where you defecate. <laughs> All right. So I, so I don't, didn't want to date in, within my own... Cause, cause you didn't want to date at Emory. Academics are nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I, Smart yeah, people are crazy. So you yeah. don't want to do that. So I went to the internet. And fortunately, Alisa... I reached out to you. Because I was basically a human horse. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. This is always a fun conversation. Okay. So, explain. So the same strategies that you had perfected to find horses on the internet, you used to find me. Yes. So you guys found on a dating website or what? Yeah, Yeah, go fishing or something. Plenty of fish. Go fishing, plenty of fish. And so I had like the stack. They had to have certain height and educational qualities and... Color eyes? That's a bit educationalist, but okay, go ahead. Well, yes, I have dated ones without uh, education. Yeah, but you were also in Jasper, Georgia. Yes, but I had an education. Okay. All right, David, go ahead. So anyways, uh, and so then I, but then I also had the stack of the ones that had baggage. So the divorced and all that stuff because I was in my 20s. And so I came back around. Oh, also we're both Tauruses and I had a thing about Taurus and Taurus. Well, yeah, you out. can't have the same. So were you well, not we hitting all the right, dots? So I'm myself. No, yeah. I, I, th- I think I, I you checked most it? of the boxes. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, except for the divorce part, but then I was and the Taurus that. bit, the the yeah. Taurus and the divorce part. We're like, but I got over that. So, so it was right, fine. they met on a blind date that was supposed to start at seven o'clock. No, you're already wrong. That oh. was the first date was on time. That was at the High Museum. Oh, okay. because was, I'm a nerd and I wanted to see the Salvador Dali exhibit. I'm like, right. if this date goes totally bad. At least I've seen the Salvador Dali. Right. It was the second date where then I called him again because he didn't call me. But I, so, so you were the aggressor. I was totally. Why the is aggressor. that not shocking? <laughs> <laughs> I was just over it. I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I'm calling him, so I called him. I this said, is "Hey, a funny story, do you want to come to the rodeo? It starts at eight o'clock. My little sister's with me. My mom's picking her up." At six thirty. So if you want to come around, then can so I just like, interrupt for a second? Sure. So I just want to point out that we went to Salvador Dali when Timothy was in charge to the rodeo and to the rodeo when you were in charge. But, but, yeah. but here, right. my so remember, I'm Canadian. I grew up in Calgary, Alberta, which is home to the greatest outdoor show on earth, the Calgary Stampede. So my only experience with the rodeo was the Calgary Stampede. So I heard eight o'clock. She didn't say a.m. or p.m. So when did I show up? Seven o'clock in the morning. Damn right. <laughs> oh she was Lord. cleaning stalls and stuff. I, was like, I had no car. I had to rent a car. Yeah, you didn't have a car. Drove wow. up. And so that was a 14 hour date. That's right. It must have gone And they're right. still together. It, <laughs> I, so I, I spilled my first bag of feed. Yeah, he couldn't fill up the bag. That's of feed. why the mice are yeah. still at Jasper, Georgia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So all this to lead to Timothy to do something that's really cool because you started what's called. Horsehubby.com. So what's really interesting is, I, unlike Elisa, who is known single-mindedly since she was two years old, exactly what she wanted to do, and she's not deviated, right? She's not deviated. Me, I've gone all over the place. I've done all kinds of things, um, and I've, I, I'm, yeah, I, I wish I, I had this sense of direction. When I met Elisa, 
I was in my philosophy program. I was completing, and I was actually teaching a course on love and friendship, and we can talk about that later. But I basically used my students as a way of like understanding and helping me to navigate my relationship with my my new girlfriend. Um, but I wanted to relate to Elisa, but I didn't know anything about horses. So what did I do? I'm like, okay, I know a thing or two about the internet. <laughs> oh, what did he do? Oh, yeah. I know right. a thing or two about the internet, so how am I going to help? Well, maybe I can help with marketing. This is true. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was, as a result of me trying to impress Elisa, but more than that, just try to be involved in her life and learn more about the equestrian sport right. and as a spectator and impressor, and impressor um, you know, learning about marketing, recognizing that she's an incredible talent. At, the t- at that time, she had no sponsors. She had no- nothing in the, in the form of sort of social media. People, not, not particularly well known. You were sort of at a, at a lull in your string, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. you had some disappointments in, in re- those years. Heartbreakers. So you were rebuilding. So, you know, as a way for me to contribute while at the same time developing additional skills, which eventually. Basically, he used me for his. Uh, yeah. Which eventually, and I'll, I won't bore That's you what with relationships the details, are all about. Yeah. But now, what do I do for a living? Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you I, do? I, I, uh, <laughs> marketing. Tell me. Yeah, I'm, I'm in marketing. So, I, okay. so I'm, a, I'm a senior marketer with a very large global um, software company. All right. And that was developed because of all your work and with her. And if not for Elisa Wallace, wouldn't be there. I would not be here and I wouldn't be there. That's awesome. Same yeah. things happen and she wouldn't be where she is. And she's made me change all of the passwords on all of our computers. Well, don't tell people that. Tell what are, what are your passwords? What? This is yeah, not what are smart. They? You're tell really us. Smart and then you can go home and change all your passwords. passwords. Right. What are the passwords? <laughs> the only, only computers that don't have anything on them. No. So, okay, I'm not going to say. Okay, Jeez. now I want to wind wait, this. Wait, you can't all know. Passwords are. I know. I want to wind this said. back into tell us about horse hubbies. Okay, so horsehubby.com. Um, I was super bored. And decided one day, I was on an airplane for some business thing, and I'm like, I should write a blog post. And I wrote a blog post. I'm like, oh, where am I going to put this thing? Oh, I'm only going to buy a domain and put it on a horse. And the, and the, the post took you off. You asked me what to name it. Yeah, we did. We went to so, this conversation. So if I go to horsehubby.com, why am I going there? Horsehubby.com, it's basically a playbook for how to navigate a relationship with a horse girl. Yeah. Which wow. more than that, like if you're a husband who's like married, if you're a boyfriend, who is dating, if you're a father, it's been really helpful for people. If you're a woman who's married to a horseman, there's like a similarities there. So a lot of really great articles. I've not been so great about keeping it up in recent years, but there's a huge repository of, of um, material there. Uh, and I do keep up um, uh, on and, social media. And so I, on Facebook and, and Twitter, horse uh, at Horse Hubby. And I think it's really cool that he d- did it. And, and a, lot, a lot of people appreciate it and go and read it. But also the other thing that Timothy did for us and direct, well, directly, directly was right. the Eventing Radio Show. Oh, yeah, because I had a podcast um, <laughs> right. with, uh, with our good friend yeah. Glenn the Geek. So we appreciate that. Yeah. And so it's been a great that's why, actually, we just wanted Elisa, but then we remember you did that for us. We so felt we, like so we I had a modicum of celebrity. We were like, hey, we got to bring him on a, and say thanks. A, a small audience, but an audience nonetheless. Let's just add them all together. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. yeah, all those eyeballs. We're using you both. You're it's welcome. Basically, it's, we're in a relationship. It's basically a marriage. Yeah. Oh, don't do and it. there we go. <laughs> Put the bit down. <laughs> so this has been a great episode three, and it's been a pleasure to have my daughter and my son-in-law uh, here, and I think we're going to be talking some more about the safety issues at the beginning of the segment or beginning of the episode that we talked about and we're excited about having Sharon White on, yeah, on so, the next show. And, yeah, that's right. So the next show we have coming up in two weeks is going to be with Sharon White. We're excited to have her because she 
did just win Red Hills, which mm-hmm. she uh, sure did. We'll probably talk a little bit more about that with her, and then find out what her plans are going forward um, for and the I, end of spring I, season. I do understand that she likes to meditate, and I'm going to have her teach me how to do that a little mm-hmm. bit. That's probably yes, not going to be great television he needs or meditation. radio. Well, we can talk through <laughs> just it be quiet for our listeners <laughs> for twenty minutes, and we can do. Mm, yeah, I don't know. That's not going to sell big. That's I mean, okay. We'll have Sharon. It's going to be a really quiet show. We'll have Sharon tell us if we can sell it or not. How's that? All right. But why don't you tune in and see what happens with us and Sharon when we do our Zen meditation. Meditation. God, this is Thanks for selling for being here. Time. Thanks for Horse Trailer Pros for presenting our show and come and join us next time. When's our next show? Uh, March. March. Uh, come on. Hold on. We don't have to leave yet. Oh, wait, don't leave. Don't leave. And thank March. you guys for inviting us to be on while we're stalling and waiting for oh the my March God, thing. So no, I really sucks. appreciate the opportunity to share a little bit about our story. And, and in, yeah. Are you ready? I appreciate Thank you. for That was really well done. <laughs> thank you for that. So the next show is going to be March 26th when we'll have Sharon White on. And we'll have lots of promos about that and all kinds of fun shenanigans for sure. So, Thanks again, everybody. Thanks for joining. Good night. Wallace. And I have John Holly here with Three phases, dressage, cross country, show jump. And you're out on course and something's going wrong or going right. You know how to react to what they're doing. It was built originally to be a schooling facility and so everything's set up very conveniently.